Teen Life Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we are talking about facing your fears. Hey guys, how are you? We are at the end of October and it is like Halloween time. (laughs) Are you guys doing anything fun for Halloween? I have a few different parties. Um, We're actually throwing a party and that will be fun. Um, My husband and I are going to dress up as Marilyn Monroe and Elvis. So (laughs) that will be fun. Um, If you want to see a picture, you can probably go follow me on palm.street at Instagram. And uh, I'm sure I'll post a picture of her costume. Um, But I'm super excited. This is a fun time of year. So, um, I mean, you get free candy. So what's not to like about that? (laughs) I don't know. Do you guys still dress up? I feel like it's kind of a weird thing as a teen where like, you know, as a kid, you dress up, but then you hit a point where you're like, mm, I'm too old for that. But then sometimes there's parties and then it's cool again. So I don't know. You have to let me know. <laughs> um, so I wanted to shout out a listener, Rose 28 She wrote a review on iTunes. It says, I have very low self-esteem and I've always been thinking bad about myself and I've been listening to your podcast, and sometimes I think positive about myself, but it's like I'm scared to be positive because I feel like someone is going to slap me back down. I feel like I'm going to get my hopes up, like maybe I am pretty, but then someone's going to tell me I'm not and just slap my hopes back down again. Um, and I just wanted to respond to you with that review. I think this is super common, Um, you know, when you start to think positive. Part of the reason our brains like to be negative about things is because it feels safer to us because we feel like we're protecting ourselves somehow. Like, oh, no one can hurt me if I'm already thinking these horrible negative things about myself. And and it is natural, like, you're not going to think positive about yourself all the time. Like, we're going to have negative thoughts about ourselves. But, you know, being compassionate with ourselves when we are feeling negative. And, you know, just because someone else says something to you doesn't make it true. And it is natural when someone is mean to you and maybe says, uh, you're ugly, you're going to feel hurt by that. It's hard for us to think otherwise. Um my sister is one of the most gorgeous people I know. And when she was younger, someone had told her that she wasn't pretty. And that stuck with her for a long time of thinking that. And not because what that person said was true at all. It's because she believed them. So when someone else says something to you, you don't have to choose to believe it. They could be totally wrong about you. Give other people the chance to be wrong about you. You get to decide what's true about you. And I know it's going to take a lot of practice to build more self-positivity and good self-talk. But keep working at it. It's worth it. Now, let's jump on into it with facing your fears. So last week, um, I talked about getting outside your comfort zone. And this week, I kind of wanted to follow up on that with the idea of once you leave your comfort zone, there's a lot of fear you're going to face, right? When you're doing something that is new and you're not used to. 
So I wanted to talk to you guys about that, about how do you deal and process fear. Now, fear is like a normal, healthy thing that humans have. It's what keeps us safe from things, right? Like we're afraid of crossing the road and getting hit by a car. That is a good fear to have <laughs> or afraid of snakes. Um, so our brain creates fear. Like we, we think thoughts that create the feeling of fear in our body. And that is to cre- keep us safe. When we're afraid, we go into fight or flight or f- <laughs> flight or fight mode. And that's basically we're going to run away or we're going to fight to keep us safe. And so, you know, this is like a useful thing our brain does to help keep us safe, right? When fear is basically our brain detects danger. There's something that's scary and we're not safe. And so we're cre- it creates the feeling of fear. So we can do whatever necessary to stay alive. Now, that's super great and useful and it's good we have that. But the problem is... Um, in today's day and age, there aren't as many, there aren't a lot of physical immediate threats that our brain's detecting. And a lot of times our fear is very irrational and our brain is freaking out with things that aren't even necessary. Um, I kind of think of my husband, his dogs, he has two Boston Terriers, his family does. And they're the most spazzy, hyper things ever. And they drive me crazy. But they get super freaked out by the most random things. And I think one of the funniest is feathers. So one of them, it like loves feathers and eats them and swallows them. It's <laughs> super gross. The other one is freaked out by them. Like she will bark at them. And it's because, like, she gets close to the feather and, like, will be breathing on it. So the feather moves and that, like, freaks her out. And she, like, jumps away from it and starts barking at it. And, you know, it's obviously ridiculous. It's a feather. It's totally safe. It's fine. Um, and we could see that as people, you know, that the dog's being dumb. <laughs> and sometimes that's kind of how our fears are. We know on some level, like, this probably is not worth being afraid of, but yet we still feel so freaked out by it. (laughs) So one of the things for me, one of my irrational fears, um, last week I kind of talked to you guys about how I pushed myself outside my comfort zone to try out for the cheer squad. And part of that was learning how to do tumbling, how to do gymnastics. And I was terrified of doing back handsprings. And for those of you who don't know what that is, essentially a back handspring is when you like you jump backwards onto your hands and then like flip your body over. (laughs) Hopefully that gave you a good visual. If you haven't seen one before, you can look it up on YouTube. But um, if that sounds freaky to you guys, it was freaky to me. (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to jump backwards. And just trust that I'm going to catch myself. And I remember every time I would be in the gym trying to do back handsprings, I would just have this mental image of myself trying to do back handspring and like 
landing on my head and like crumpling and just being in all this pain. And I was terrified. And so it paralyzed me. Like I would be like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I would take forever to just even attempt a back handspring with, I would have someone spotting me. Right. So I was safe, but, um, fear, that was something I was creating by thinking, ah, I might hit my head and could die. (laughs) And, and it created a feeling of fear in my body. So logically, I knew I was totally safe. Like someone spotting me, I'm fine. Um, But I still just felt this crazy fear, right? And when I was super afraid, I would make this partial attempt at a back handspring. I would hardly jump. And I would, yeah, barely make an effort. The person who was spotting me had to basically throw my legs over. And... The interesting thing is my thought of hitting my head um, actually made my back handspring a lot worse. I wasn't willing to just like go for it because I was so afraid. And when we are in a mode of fear, we don't go for things all the way, right? Because we're trying to keep ourselves safe. But how do we deal with it? What do we do about the sphere that keeps us stuck and from going for the things we really want? The first thing is giving yourself permission to really feel that fear. What does fear feel like in your body? A lot of times we want to run away from fear. We don't want to feel it. It freaks us out. But if you just slow down for a minute, you can notice fear. It's sometimes it's your heart racing. It's you breathing really quick. It's just these physical sensations in your body. That's all fear is. And so giving yourself permission to get out of your head and consumed in these fear-based thoughts and into your body. And that is so powerful because you stop spinning in all your thinking that's creating the fear and you just experience it. And when you just allow yourself to experience fear, it's not that bad. So noticing your breath, noticing what it feels like in your chest, in your stomach, and just noticing the physical sensations of fear will help you to calm down. So you feel the fear and then whatever it is that you're afraid of, do it anyways. With my back handspring, I would just do it with repetition. And, you know, I knew I was afraid, but I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep doing it. And I would even like something that kind of helped me was just like, so I couldn't think about it so much because I would just stand there thinking and thinking and thinking would just be like, okay, one, two, three, jump, go for it. So When I told myself that, it kind of took away that whole overthinking it. I just needed those, that one moment of courage, just go. And sometimes I find that is helpful for people is just taking out the overthinking for a minute and just like do it. And the more you do something that you're afraid of, you'll prove to yourself that you are totally fine. Because remember, the reason you're feeling fear is because your brain thinks that there is danger. 
And so as I continued to do back handsprings, I started to realize like, oh, maybe this is okay. Maybe this isn't so bad and was able to do it um, without a spot and, you know, on a mat and slowly ease myself to where I wanted to be. And the challenge that when we challenge ourselves to push past those fears and keep doing it, our brain starts to see, oh, maybe this isn't so bad. Maybe I am safe. Maybe this is okay. You prove to yourself that you can feel fear and do it anyways. I love this quote by Franklin Roosevelt. He says, there is nothing to fear but fear itself. And I think that's so true because fear just can paralyze you and keep you from living your life. And so really be on to yourself when, you know, you think the thing you're afraid of is the back handspring or whatever you're wanting to go for and know like, I'm really just not wanting to feel the fear that comes with doing that. And putting yourself out there, giving yourself permission to feel all the emotions that come with it and prove to yourself like there's nothing to be afraid of here and be all in for it. All right. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.